Oh jeez, that's me. <laughs> wow. Hi everybody, welcome back to another top 10 episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Michael K. Hughes, and who's powering up with me tonight? Michael Albert, going second. Tony Chorus, going third. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to edit that so no one's going to know that we completely followed that whole thing. Awesome. Of course I will. <laughs> so today we're talking about our top 10 mechs slash power armors in video games, because... Mechs was too difficult, and robots was too easy, so we landed on mechs and power armor. I'm good with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should be cool. Oh, yeah, man. It definitely doing the research for this list made me realize how many mech games I haven't played. Like, I've never touched the Armor Core series or Front Mission or so many others. Oh, man, Armor Core. So cool. That's Is that the FromSoft one? I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's early from soft. I just remember the like swords, like robot swords in that game being so friggin' awesome. I think it's from software. Yeah, it's from software. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony, where might people know you from? Oh, uh, I am from the Hey, I Like That Game podcast, Twitter, Twitch, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you were on our Donkey Kong Country episode back in November. Yes, awesome episode. That's such a fun game. Such a fun game. It was a fun episode. Indeed. Absolutely was. And Mike, you you came on our show for an episode too, correct? Yep, for Metroid Fusion. Or no, Metroid Zero Mission. Sorry, Zero no, Mission, yeah. The, yeah. the better one. Yeah, it is a better one. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That last section and the, the Zero Suit part, oof, it's not good. Yeah, that's what Fusion is. It's fine. It's not good. It's not good. I'll, I'll listen to our episode where we talk about that. Uh, I'm going to make the bold claim that that's my favorite part of the game. Oh, my so, yeah. goodness. So if you just, yeah, I mean, go ahead and turn off this episode. We already got your download. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can have that discussion later. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Tony, why don't you uh, go ahead and start us off with your number 10? Number 10, top 10 mechs. Uh, I'm sure nobody else has this one. Uh, Baby Commando. So (laughs) if anybody else has played the 1991 classic Captain Commando and the Commandos for the Super Nintendo, you would know this character. Uh, It's it's basically like a beat-em-up, but Baby Commando is literally a baby inside of a giant mech suit. And it's like, when I mean giant, like if you've played Final Fight, like Mike Hagar levels of like big beefy robot. And it's just like a <laughs> cute little baby with a pacifier operating it. It's great. It's super goofy. And that game is, is wonderful. So baby commando is my number 10. I love the characters in that game. Cause another one is just a mummy with knives. Yeah. Mummy commando. <laughs> like what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, and captain commando is also Excellent. He is such a cool character. But what the fuck is Captain Commando? <laughs> just Wesker. What does, what does that mean? Oh, he is Wesker. He does look like Wesker. <laughs> oh gosh. Or what? Or, or Captain? Or Wesker was Captain Commando? Depending yeah, on that's probably came out later, but yeah, he's got the, like he's got the Phoenix right spikes in his hair. Yeah, yep. He's got the cool power gauntlets and the thick shades. He was good enough to be in Marvel vs. Capcom One. Absolutely. Uh, also, Baby Commando. In that game as well, there's a mm-hmm. team up attacks you can do. I guess his name is Baby Head. Baby Head. Baby That's what it says in here. In what I found. Yeah, Baby it's... Commando sounds 
like a late 90s movie like the baby geniuses like why don't we have baby commandos <laughs> it's the it's the weird sequel to commando with uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's the it's the kids version you know how they have like muppet babies and then, and then <laughs> mike what is your number 10 my number 10 is a little bit of cheating too is a uh, megazord from the power rangers the motion picture game for genesis or power rangers the movie whatever the hell it's called hell yeah <laughs> it's nice. little scenes where you get to because most of the game is a, is a regular beat-em-up, like Final Fight or Captain Commando, but you get to certain parts where you get to drive. It kind of becomes like a fighting game where you get to operate the Megazord and fight the big boss like a normal Power Rangers, but this one is from the movie, and I just remember really liking that game, and I really enjoyed those scenes, and I couldn't think of another number 10, so it got thrown in there. <laughs> so that's a big part of why it's there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it was fun. It's Yeah, I played it not too long ago. It's still a really good little beat-em-up. It's not that hard, like the one for SNES, which is god-awfully hard, but the Genesis one is a great little game. I always like the Frog Zord in that that movie. We'll watch that movie someday on the show. I'm down for that. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Some early John Young Bosch. My number 10 is from a PS1 Japan-exclusive beat-em-up called Panzer Bandit. Anyone heard of this? No, I don't know what this is. So, Panzer Bandit is a beat-em-up, like I said, but each of the four characters, along with the four plus unlockable characters, have like Street Fighter inputs that you can put in. It's it's such a blast. One of the characters' name is Mew, and she is a little girl that rides on the back of this mech that's essentially a living suit of armor. It's really cool design, and it's got spinny hands and a spinny torso. <laughs> this looks and, uh, awesome. What game is this again? It's, it's Panzer Bandit. And I don't want to go too much into it because I'm pretty sure I can sell you on a mini of it <laughs> someday. But dude, I'll play this game. This looks super awesome. Oh, it's a blast. <laughs> so what the system mech, is it for? PS1. Okay. The mech blows up after it takes enough damage and uh, Mew has to summon it back using her special meter, which, boy, that sounds awfully familiar. Like a, a more recent game did the same thing. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what is your number nine? Number nine. So this is more of like, I guess, like a general mech from the game Star Renegades. So several different characters utilize mechs in this game. And they uh, it kind of reminds me of the, the mech suits from like Aliens or like Elysium, where it's like, you know, around you but you still have like your your center like your torso is exposed so it just like kind of enhances your strength and and, and all that stuff but um i really like their utilization in, in this game uh, star renegades uh it it makes a lot of interesting character types and um you know you can have like a tank that is like a mech or you could have somebody with like a big uh sword or something and have them be like offensive which is pretty cool uh, have either one of you guys heard or played uh, i have star not renegades? seen this game this game looks awesome yeah so star renegades is a super cool it's like a hybrid jrpg roguelike um oh. type game so the battle system is like uh if you've ever played like grandia or child of light you know it, it got, it's like a timeline centered uh battle system where it's all about like canceling out your opponent's moves and kind of thinking strategically about how you utilize all your different characters abilities and stuff it's it's super duper fun and the art in that game is excellent all the stuff looks great looking yeah it's super cool pixel art very clean but yeah the mechs in that game are awesome uh so yeah that is my number nine i will be adding this to my steam wish list 
I yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I just uh, re-downloaded it because they, it, uh, they've put out a couple of free content packs since the last time I've played it. So, um, it's, it's really cool, man. I, I could talk for hours about this, game, <laughs> which, which I have on my podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so good. Nice. Everyone should go check it out. Mike, what is your number nine? Mine is SVA6L Reptos from Armored Warriors. The nice. blue mech that Alucard drives, <laughs> if I remember right. <laughs> guy looks just Alucard. like Alucard. <laughs> Wasn't the blue one the one we hated? I can't remember. I just I'm just looking at it right now, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure the blue one's the one I really liked. I think the yellow one I hated, and the green one I hated because the green one was really powerful. Uh, we'll talk about the yellow one a little bit later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't like the green one. I'm pretty sure the blue one was my favorite. I don't know. That game is awesome, though. <laughs> so it's a it's a mech that you get to control in the game Armor Warriors, which is a Capcom arcade game that also on the Capcom Beat 'Em Up collection. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was a fast little mech that ran good. It killed people quickly. It could you get to add on drills and claws and different weapon attachment that you got from enemies that you ripped apart, and it was just so cool. And you got to play this guy look just like Alucard. So you know that was a win <laughs> for me. But he's blue. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, Alucard's a vampire, so you know he could have turned blue at some point. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I'll take it, but yeah, I just remember that that's my number nine. That game's awesome. It is. It's <laughs> yes, so it good. Is. We did a mini yep. about it a long we time did. ago. Long time ago. That was one of the first things we did, I think, when yeah. I joined. My number nine is the light suit for Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Okay. So Echoes is everyone's favorite Metroid game, of course, <laughs> where you have to navigate this poisonous miasma through the whole game. And once you get the light suit, that is no longer an obstacle. You just walk through it. Uh, it's got a super cool white which is different for the metroid series because usually everything's super colorful and it's just this uh sterile white suit for samus it's got the cool lights on its chest and it's got big spikes coming out of the knees does look cool pretty sweet i'm like i don't want to just do the power suit because that's too easy but and then i came across the light suit and i'm like oh yeah that thing is awesome it's so so cool looking good Tony, what is your number eight number eight uh, is Temjin from Virtual on Cyber Troopers. So um, <laughs> technically a mech, I, I think. But it's just basically like a giant robot thing that has like a sword gun, kind of. It's like the, the poster child of like the Virtual on series, really. But yeah, it has like a, a, a sword gun, grenades, uh, these awesome that game has such a cool art style with these really like polygonal graphics like it's I, I had the game for the Sega Saturn so if we're talking like those type of, <laughs> those type of graphics right um, but yeah I I just love the way those games look and play um, they had arcade versions of this game where you could pilot it with two uh, control sticks that have like um, triggers on it. So instead of using a controller or like normal button inputs, it's it's that almost like tank controly. It yeah, it's super fun. the The Virtual On series is is great, and and Temjin is is my boy. So my looks, number nine. He looks very Gundam. Yes, <laughs> yeah. There there is a running theme in my list of. Uh, <laughs> gundam like things so yeah that's uh, that's my number eight nice mike what about you number eight. Uh, my number eight is berkey Dowell. i think that's how you pronounce it from live a live for snes one of the chapters you so live a live is an rpg made by squaresoft from the Super nintendo era that i love it will be on the show someday I'm not sure what the hell's going on next to me, but <laughs> and it, at one point when, when the chapter you play as you play as a kid that looks like Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh with big spiky hair from the future, and you get a giant mech inside a Buddha temple 
to help you fight a big like Buddha statue. And it's a giant mech that kind of looks like Gato. <laughs> I don't remember a lock in years, but it stuck with me. And I'm like, I can't. So I went and looked it up before, you know, before we did the show. And I'm like, yep, that's his name, Berkey Dio. And that was the big giant mech that you use in a turn-based RPG. And it was, it was amazing. Does he give you 15 silver points, though, when you beat him? No, he does not. But he beats up a Buddha <laughs> god-like thing or something. I remember some giant Buddha statue you have to fight. That's all I remember. That's also a mech. <laughs> Sounds like Azura's Wrath. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> hey, Little is a really good game, and yeah, we like will play it someday. You will be. <laughs> My number here. eight are the Spider Bots from Ratchet and Clank Going Commando. Oh yeah. So sure. the the Spider Bot glove is the only way that I was going to get through that game. Which you can listen to episode one twenty if you want to hear me complain about that game for an hour and a half. <laughs> so. The game is hard as hell, and it likes to throw all these enemy gauntlets at you. So what I would do is just throw out the spider bot glove and control this little four-legged remote-controlled spider that once you got it upgraded, it turns into a tank bot and it gets a turn on its back. And I would just walk through and kill all the enemies that it spawned. And then as Ratchet, I would just walk through it <laughs> just completely unharmed. You can add an acid mod, so every time you shoot something, that starts taking damage over time. It, yeah, like I said, I would not have beaten that game if it wasn't for these things. I'm pretty sure I didn't use that weapon when we played the game. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> if you want to cheat, it's the best way. I can use the wrench, you know. That's the way you're supposed to play Ratchet and Clank, right? Uh-huh. Yep, that's the focus. All the commercials are about the wrench. Wrench <laughs> <laughs> is garbage in number two. Our, our fabulous weapons, like a wrench. <laughs> just every, every commercial is just building up this awesome weapon. It's just a, a normal wrench every time. <laughs> Tony, what is your number seven? Number seven is Krang from <laughs> TMN and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So yeah, I, I love like Krang's look is so great. It's just this weird ass alien brain that's in a robot suit that looks very odd it's I, I don't know i there's something about the the voice acting from like the 80s cartoon that like i love so much that like sticks with me and then krang shows up in pretty much every teenage mutant ninja turtles game in some fashion usually in the form of a good boss battle like turtles in time that boss battle is sick love that <laughs> love yeah, that fight with krang so yeah Crying. <laughs> I okay. want to know the story behind why they designed it to look so so man baby. Yeah, so <laughs> There's got to be a reason. Because it looks almost like a professional wrestler, but like not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so weird. But and his first it. appearance in a game at the arcade game for NES, I guess, or that that game. Mm-hmm. I don't remember fighting him in that one. It's at the end. We probably never got there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in that first NES game, like the the non arcade one. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in that, but I I, I might be, I might be wrong about that. I I, I only made it past that one swimming part like once in my life, so I don't, I don't know I don't know how late in the game he might show up. But yeah, crazy. That recently, the damn it, it that's an early part in the game. It's way earlier than I remember it being. Yeah, like I think you only fight one boss before that. I think like you get like what rock steady that you fight. I think before uh, that, I it's think either it's Bebop. Bebop first. Yeah, yeah, it's Bebop or Steady. I don't remember. The game is hard. Infamously hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mike, what is your number seven? My number seven is Jihuti from Zone of the Enders for PS2. Jihuti. I knew that was going to end up on your list. Oh, I really, I mean, the game is 
it's okay but i really enjoy her like you get into like this you know if i remember right it's kind of sarcastic talking mech that is like you're not supposed to be piloting this but i'll help you just do what i tell you kind of thing like it's good it's got a freaking blade that comes out of its arm and i love sword blades on mechs even though they don't make complete sense i love it i love Mm -hmm. the idea of having like a viral blade that comes out and just cuts through things and even the sheer terabine in a mech and someone just cuts you open cuts the mech open that you're in just pulls your ass out and like especially in space or something like oh it's It's great it's awesome i enjoy it i mean it's so mobility you're fast you move great i mean it it looks cool it's in a short game, so that was also nice too. That we only bought to <laughs> play the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo anyway. So hey, yep, you got a bonus game with your demo. Yep, <laughs> it's yeah, my, for your demo. I mean, that's the only reason my buddy Rich, who's been on the show many times, he bought it just for that demo. And I was like, hey, this game ain't that bad. And we beat it in like three hours because it's a really short game. Real short game, super cool though. I can't remember if Jihudi is in the second one too. I played the second runner, but I can't. That's a much better game, but I can't remember if it's the same mech or not. I don't think I played the second one. It's I'm much, almost much certain better. I bought it just for the demo. I bought it twice, second runner, because it's a good game. <laughs> Different systems. I recommend speaking playing that of one. For Metal sure. Gear, speaking of Metal Gear Solid, my number seven is Raging Raven for Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm. Which I've played one time, but I remember this boss being super cool. So the bosses you fight in that are the Beauty and the Beast unit, and they're all amalgamations of bosses from the previous three... Metal Gear Solid games and Raging Raven is a combination of Vulcan Raven, Fat Man from Metal Gear Solid 2, and the Fury from Metal Gear Solid 3. She's got a, a sweet wingsuit. There's it's its snake. And she's she's basically a combination of Pharaoh from Overwatch and the Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a weird, weird love child. But I honestly don't remember a whole lot. I just remember the there were the, the, all the bosses in the game wore power suits, so I looked them up, and she was the one that really stood out. I cannot yeah. remember this game at all. <laughs> I remember very little of it. I'm looking at the at the stuff that I searched. I don't remember her at. I don't even remember anything about this game. I'm realizing. <laughs> we'll I know I played it and I beat point. it once, and that's all I know. Yeah, same. I'm I'm overdue for a Metal Gear Solid replay. I I've only really spent time with the first one, first but. Yeah, still that holds up. Be. By the way, three is really, really good. Yeah, two is yeah. just don't don't pay attention to the story. Just play two, and it's a good game. <laughs> just don't listen to anything you're saying. Because I I think that's what happened to me was I, I played through one, loved it. I'm like, all right, let's go on to two, and then like I just lost the thread real quick with the story, and I was like, I have no idea why is this person? Why can't I shoot this person? Why are they? Why are there magicians all of a sudden in this? Animal machines. <laughs> Yeah, what the yep. fuck? Yeah, two makes absolutely no sense. Like it, it doesn't try to make sense. It's well, there's a reason why it doesn't make any sense. I can't say, <laughs> but sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's, I mean, nothing it, like starting your game off like this is Snake. Wow, it sounds a lot different than David Hater. I'm Snake on this mission. Like yeah, that, that's how you start your game off. <laughs> Everyone loves that. Real bait and switch. <laughs> I like right no, a lot. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Tony, what is your number six? Number six, and I, I hope this isn't too controversial, but Bowser Jr. So I'm considering his little <laughs> cart. That is what is he uses in basically everything. I think that counts as a mech and uh, not necessarily a vehicle because it does like grow arms and has other stuff. But anyways, yeah, Bowser Jr. I, I think he's super interesting. 
at first when he was like first introduced to like the Mario universe, I wasn't like totally sold on Bowser Jr. But over time, he's like found this really solid niche. He shows up in all like the sports games now and that's in like he's in Smash Brothers, obviously. And he's great. Like I, he's always an interesting character, never the cut and dry, always a little bit more complicated and, and strange, but always interesting. So, yeah, Bowser Jr. Love that guy. Mike, how do you feel about this vehicle versus mech debate? Uh, well, I've never played any <laughs> other ones where he had it as a mech. I've only played Mario World, I think, with a game that had it. And in there, it was a vehicle. So I I, I don't know. And Joe, because Mike had the Koopa Clown car as one of his vehicles on the vehicle list. <laughs> well, like, month. <laughs> it's definitely a fine line between the two, for sure. Yeah. Which I game is it a mech in? I mean, in Smash, it, it has a lot of different mech. attachments to it. So I would. It's it's okay. a fine line, like I said. I'll allow it. <laughs> it's Mario Tennis on the Switch. Hold on. How does it show? I think he's like in it in that. Anyways. I see pictures told... of it with like boxing gloves on while he's throwing a bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like his in Smash, like the arms aren't always out, but they come out for a lot of different moves. And I feel like that's like what makes a mecha mech is having arms. But yeah. Maybe- <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. Well, arms and legs are like, a, you know, a mech isn't going to be something you just drive with wheels or fly. I mean, arm. Yeah, I would say arm make it a mech. Yeah, that's fine. We, this, these lists are pretty wibbly wobbly when it comes to rules. So yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah well, uh, yes. what is your number six? <laughs> My number six is Titan B2 7274 from Titanfall 2. One of the <laughs> best first person shooters that I've played in a while. Like I, I played it before the show. So I don't remember it super well, but I remember having a great time with that game. And if I remember correctly, that mech is kind of talks back to you and stuff, which I think I must have a thing mm-hmm. I like listening to. It's just really cool. I love an AI controlled, and that game just made you care about the Titan. You cared about your AI companion. You cared about everything that happened in that game, and it's something that stuck with me. I know people always talk about Titanfall 2 and how good it is. And <laughs> I bought it for like $4 at GameStop a couple of years ago, and I'm like, okay, I'll play this. And I'm like, oh, this is this is really good. So it's probably stuck with me, and it's because of that map. We yeah. talked about this just this morning. It was completely unrelated to this list. I just saw someone else talking about it. I'm like, we should probably play Titanfall 2 on the show because mm-hmm. I beat it once and I, I don't see the hype, but I'm willing to go back and try and find it another time. Mm-hmm. Really good game. Uh, yeah, and it's like, isn't it like Titanfall 2 day or something like that? Isn't it like there's like a, there's like a push to get a bunch of people playing Titanfall 2 again because of the recent Apex Legends announcement where they're bringing Titanfall yeah, 2 right, stuff. Yeah, right, yep. I mean, not the um, time people hear this, but yes. It's a time yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, time travel. Yeah, man. We love our time par- paradoxes here on the show. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this on May 1st, but so yeah, you're right. At this time, there's like, it's free right now for this weekend also. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it won't be for when you're hearing this. And every couple, every couple months, people are always like, Titanfall 2 is the best, so everyone go play it. That game kicks ass. The only reason it's never been on the show is partly because it was like, at first I didn't want to do newer games. I've kind of went away from that. Mm-hmm. I, plus, I need to change the newest game we've ever done on the show is still Turkey Please. That needs to change. <laughs> so. Titanfall 2 is older than it. so I know. But. Is Resident Evil 2 even older than Turkey Please? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think we discussed <laughs> that on that episode. So we could That's do Resident ago. Evil 3. That would that would surpass it, I think. Yeah, but then I got to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I have never had a game scare me the way Resident Evil 2 scared me, so I don't know how I feel about playing Resident Evil 3 Remake. Don't Go know. back in that was a 2020 Spooktober episode, mm-hmm. so somewhere in that 
Yeah, I can't remember the number. I just know I was terrified. Somewhere in the 90s. Yeah, don't play a horror game like that right after you buy a house. Not a good idea. <laughs> right? <laughs> when your house is still empty and you're not used to things and it makes noise, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah that was the, the back-to-back combo of that and Eternal Darkness for you. Yeah, that was not a good idea when I just moved into my house and still was moving. <laughs> so my number six is the Omega Armor XOS 7 from Shadow Complex. Nice. Which is the, the Metroidvania by Chair Entertainment. And you kind of collect the pieces of the armor over the game. They're the like the, the Metroid equivalent power-ups that you get. So the first thing you get is a jetpack that lets you double jump. And then you get a rebreather that lets you breathe underwater. And then you get actual armor to reduce damage and whatnot. You get the speed booster equivalent, a grappling hook, a triple jump. And finally, the fusion helmet, which negates all damage as long as you're moving slow enough. It's pretty cool. I love that game. That game is very good. I remember that was like one of the first like Metroidvanias to come out. That's like, oh, this is like a better version uh, of like a Super Metroid or something like that. Like, oh, this is like an updated version, you know, of that same kind of game. It it definitely draws inspiration from Super Metroid. Like, and saying better version, you just made people rage. (laughs) Let let them rage. (laughs) Let them fucking rage. Let them rage. Character voiced by the great Nolan North. And this game never goes on sale, by the way, on Steam. <laughs> well, I've been trying to buy it on, on Steam for a long time, but it never goes on sale. I, I want to say it was it's like it's been free on PlayStation Network. It's been free on Epic Game Store, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, because I got it for free on PlayStation years and years ago and loved it. Yeah, I got it on Epic somehow. So yeah. anyway. I do not have it. That's weird because I I thought I I must have missed it somehow. Yeah, it might have been like one of those ones. If you had it on something else, they gave you it for free. I don't know. Okay, it just showed up one day. <laughs> Tony, what is your number five? Number five uh, is Gomon Impact. So this is the mobile suit from Gomon's Great Adventure, which we played <laughs> on my podcast, and I absolutely love that game. It's great. So. It's just like a giant goofy mech suit. So I it 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 is very close to my heart because of the boss fights from Gomon's Great Adventure. They that whole game is like a side scrolling platformer and it does some like 3D things, but it's more like shifting the level, not, you know, doing any sort of 3D platforming. But then these boss fights happen and then it becomes like a first person like fighting game when you're in your in this giant mech. And it's it's super cool. Um, the idea of like a clockwork mech in like feudal Japan time is also <laughs> like really neat. Um, and it it's just really friggin' goofy. And uh, I love it. So, yeah, come on impact. Must have been a trend there in the, in the mid 90s because uh, the Sparkster game did the same thing where you're just in a mech at the end for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a, it's such a weird pivot in Gomon's Great Adventure. Like the first time you do one of those boss fights, it's just like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but it's so cool. It's such a memorable part of that game. It's ah man, it's so good. That's a game I can't believe I've never played because I played Legend of Mystical Ninja, which is the one before that that came out in mm-hmm. America, and I really like that game. I've never played the one for 64 for some reason. Yeah, it's super fun. You guys should play it for sure. Oh, I'm I'm gonna make him play Legend of Mystical Ninja at some point. So. <laughs> yeah. I think you've, you've been talking about that one since I joined. Mike, what is your number five? <laughs> Here we get into the ones that matter to me. My number five is Hemdall slash Fenner 
from P- for Xenogears from PlayStation 1. Hemdall yeah. is the second gear or mech that you, they call them gears in that game that you get, which is which is driven by Saiten, which is one of my favorite characters, an old guy with glasses. Well, not really that old, but an old guy with glasses that knows a lot more than he's telling you and knows who you are and knows what's going on in the game but doesn't say a word. And I just love his mech because some of the mechs have weapons, but his, he just fights with his his fist. He just does karate yeah. with his mech. And then as the game progresses, at one point, he gets a freaking giant katana. It's like, okay, I'll just use this instead. And so he's using a giant katana. And then when you get the anima relic, the mech changes into what's called Fenner and it has a giant blade on it or giant katana. So that's why it has slash slash. That was all complete gibberish to me. Uh huh. <laughs> people out there who know Xenogears know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, made it's... some people really excited, I'm sure. Dude, Xenogears is so good. Great call. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> Almost been on the show a couple times, but it's like a 50, 60 hour RPG. You can't really play faster. So that's why yeah. I haven't been yet. We've been I, talking I, about I doing have... something special for that. I have it on my list too to do it for my show. Like I had somebody request it like over a year ago it's like i don't know when i'm gonna have time to play <laughs> yeah. this game it's really good but it's, really it's yeah it's a long rpg and hey imagine if they actually would have finished that second disc it'd be even a longer game uh-huh yeah it's yeah. the second disc is not complete yeah I mean, there's know. a story and they wrap it up but it's missing things and you can tell that they ran out of budget and just had a guy sitting in a chair talking to you and showing you pictures of what would have been what's happening <laughs> and talks about a boss fight and stuff like that it's it's really yeah. odd but they ran out of money Yep. It's weird they just put the, the development pitch at the end of the game. It's like, hey, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> I would love a remake or a re-release of that game. It would be very awesome. On the level of the Final Fantasy VII remake? I, n- not even, because I I really enjoyed the battle system of Xenogears. Like, that that game, it plays really well. And it still does, I feel like. Whereas Final Fantasy VII did not play super well, in my opinion. OG Final Fantasy VII did not play as well. But remake, whew, that's a video game right there. <laughs> so my number five are the Rush and or the Rush Jet and Power Adapters for Mega Man Six. So <laughs> okay, the Rush okay. Jet Adapter gives you a jetpack in a Mega Man game, which you know platforming's the the flavor of the day in those. So just being able to fly even for short bursts is so helpful. It's so great. The power adapter is. It, it just lets you do a super punch. It, it, it's the thing you need to break the, the walls in that game, like the crash bombs in two and, you know, the drill bombs in four. So, and yes, in Mega Man 7, they combine the two into one thing, but I don't think it's nearly as cool. So I'm going with the cheat of using both of them from six. Mega Man 6 is all right. That game's all right. It's, it's cool, it's too. It's kind of become my favorite of the original six. Probably because of the adapters. Yeah, I know. I get that a lot. But. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a statement, but I, I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. Like It does. It looks cool. I always thought that looked cool, and I'm, I'm sad it didn't really come back. Mm-hmm. It's cool they did something different with Rush, too. It's not just Rush Coil and Rush Jet and whatever. Yeah. It looks cool from what I've seen. Never played Six yet. We'll get there. I know. Mega Man 9's better, but 6 is still good. Yeah, but Mega Man 9, I can't cheat, so. <laughs> and it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, too. <laughs> Tony, what is your number four? Number four, and I think this one's going to be uh, close to your guys' heart as well. Tron Bond, and I guess like her various <laughs> mechs. That uh, would be the Gustav, <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're talking about the main one she uses. Yeah, the... Uh, 
Yeah, like the the one that I was envisioning was uh, like from Marvel's Capcom mm-hmm. too. Yep, but, that's a good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I I love that character, and I it, like I love the mechs, and I, I just love Mega Man Legends. Like that game just rules. That game <laughs> it's, just it's still awesome. Yeah, it's, I know you guys just did an episode on mm-hmm. it too. It's it's wonderful. It's it's such a delight. And I wanted to get something from that game on this list, and this one is a good one too because it is. It's fun in those games, but I've had a lot more interaction with the character in fighting games. So I like to play a lot of Tron in uh, Marvel's Capcom 2. One of the hypest moments from an Evo that I, I can recall from Marvel in general was this crazy comeback. This guy, uh, PR Balrog, did with the Tron but. Uh, the like it was Tron's level three super, which is a grab. It does like crazy tons of damage, but it's really hard to pull off. And it was like one of the hypest moments I've seen in a fucking <laughs> game. It was like to win to win a set in a in a crazy situation. It, it just like it sticks to me as like a really cool moment. It's just a cool mech. I don't know. Tron's great. That character's wonderful, and all the mechs are awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love Tron. And that was episode 117 for us for Mega Man Legends. If you want to go back and listen to that. That game does still hold up really good, though. It's great. Which is shocking. It was shocking to me how well it it played uh, after, like, more than a decade of not touching it. It's like, oh, this game is still very good, you know? Especially if you can program the L and R buttons onto the right stick so you can control the camera like a normal game. Yeah. <laughs> it helps quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it did. If, if I wouldn't have done that, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. But after you told me to do it, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this is mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I, I played it with the original controls and, and struggled through it. Like, you get into a rhythm, a little vibe with it. But, yeah, if you put it onto a stick, my God, that yeah. game would be mm-hmm. way better. You definitely get used to it. Yeah, but yeah. such a cool character. Gotta mm-hmm. love her. Got it. She's very like similar styling to Baby Commando, <laughs> you know, like, very similar oh, yeah. vibe there. But this to, one can shoot serve bots at people. Way to dip from your own well, Capcom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, nothing wrong with that though. Nah, Mike. What is your number four? <laughs> My number four is Veritex from Robotech Battlecry. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, please go on. <laughs> I mean, we'll just say the one that you controlled, Jack. I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's a Veritech. It's not even so much that I like that one, because I get to hear Jack the Giant Killer <laughs> over and over again, and I, I hate myself as I'm play, playing that game. But I love Veritech because of the Robotech show, and I love the fact that you have something that can go from a mech to a jet to a Guardian, which is half mech, half jet. It's just so awesome to me. And it, even though it's not a good game, it's it's a terrible game. Getting to play as a Veritech, getting to play as that and switch to mech mode or battleoid mode, as they call it, it was it's something that's always stuck with me. And it's something when I was thinking about my list of um, like importance is something that's very important to me. And it's one of the only games I know of that you could actually pilot a Veritech because I never played the GBA one. So I can't count that. I will yeah. level with you. When I started that game, I thought that was just the coolest thing that you had this mech that could trans- transform between three different modes. And the game yep. just isn't that. Yeah. Then I started playing the game itself. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Hey, when you put <laughs> the cheat code that the game gives you in there, it's a lot better. No, no. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I know we, we can't cover this back in January, but even putting in the codes, the game is still impossible. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> like I need it with codes. You you have infinite ammo and infinite life, and you can still fail the missions. No, mm-hmm. no. that's yep, not because good. you don't do exactly what the game wants you to do without telling you. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That was yeah, episode one hundred and six. Again, if you want to hear me complain for two hours, but very text. 
I, I, to- I totally agree, though, that those Veritech suits are super cool. Like, mm-hmm. a game that could pull off controlling them well would be pretty tight. Yeah, too bad we don't have one of those, though. <laughs> hey, that license actually recently got, they fixed some of the legal issues, so maybe we'll get a Veritech, we'll get a Robotech game again in the future. That's actually, that's way better. Who knows? Yeah, when was the last time anything from that series came out? Recently, they remastered the Game Boy Advance game on Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Because something with the rights finally came uh, back to Harmony Gold, because Harmony Gold wouldn't stop the fight, and something happened, and they got the rights back. Gotcha. Uh, Interesting. It's a whole. Well, I know a guy who worked on one of the who worked for the studio that made not Battlecry but Invasion. He talks about Robotech a lot in his podcast, Player One. So he was that's how I know a little what I do now. So too. <laughs> well, number four, we're going back to Armored Warriors with the AEX 12J40 Mech, which that's was a little yellow bastard, isn't yes, it? Yes, that is the little yellow one piloted by. <laughs> Sarah White, codenamed Siren. It's this little squat bipedal mech. It's got saw blades in his kneecaps. It's got wheels in its feet. And like Mike said, there's the variant armor thing, which is the main draw of the game, where you can basically pull arms and legs and stuff off the other enemies and attach them to your mech. So you get, like, cool power bug legs, which gives you four little bug legs. And the one that we always kept gravitating towards for weapons is the laser blade, which is just a lightsaber. Yeah, it is an awesome game, as we said before. So definitely check out that Capcom beat up bundle. It goes on sale all the time. Well worth it. Oh, yeah. Tony, what is your number three? Number three, uh, we're going back to Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear Rex is my number three. (laughs) So I I, like we talked about this a little bit before, but like I loved Metal Gear Solid one on the PS one. Didn't really stick with the series much after that, but like. This thing stuck with me, you know, the the design of it, uh, the the really interesting moments that happen with that thing. So, like, it not only does it feel somewhat realistic in terms of, like, what warfare could be, um, it's really intimidating when you actually, like, have to fight it. Uh, the entire game, you know, is centered around that weapon, basically. And when it actually comes into the ga- gameplay with the whole, that fight with, is it Gray Fox? Uh, where he's Gray Fox is fighting it, fighting Liquid in Metal Gear Rex. Like that scene is so freaking sweet. It's so it's so cool. And then like it crushes Gray Fox up against the wall, and there's that whole gameplay moment where you have to like aim. Like you're you're watching that happen through the missile UI. It's oh, it's so great. And then he just gets crushed by by, by the feet of uh, Metal Gear Rex. But it's. <laughs> I, I think that's like one of the cooler Metal Gear things to come out. So yeah, that that thing's always stuck with me. So yeah, Metal Gear Rex. Kind of wish I'd just put Gravox on my list because I mean he he's a cyborg, but he kind of qualifies. See that 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 was like the distinction that I was having a hard time with. Is like, does a cyborg count here? Because like, where's the line? Because uh, I I too would have put Gravox in uh, otherwise. Because Gravox is sweet, but that whole sequence is super cool. Like mm-hmm. that ending sequence where, where Gray Fox dies is really, really awesome. It's really awesome. Ornard Fox is more dangerous than a jackal or whatever he says there. It's something cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good exactly. stuff. I think we'll add Cyborg Star Robot list whenever we get around to that, Mike. Okay. <laughs> what is your number three? Uh, my number three is also Metal Gear. <laughs> but Metal Gear from the best Metal Gear game that no one played. Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babo for Game Boy Color. Oh, wow. I really like this game. I did it on episode seven, but it's just one of those games always stuck with me. But the Metal Gear fight is not liquid because it's a different game. And you're still fighting the giant Metal Gear, but this thing is just 
huge like when it's at one point after you do your normal like you know shoot the cockpit he starts trying to like stomp you and all you see this giant feet just go on the screen to try to crush you and have to lay claymores and <laughs> just it's always stuck with me i mean you don't get to control it but you get to fight it and it's just it's bigger than what rex is in the metal gear solid game normally it's just a giant it just takes over like the entire screen in this one it's just gigantic <laughs> This has the unfortunate name of Metal Gear Gander, which just makes me think it's some kind of goose. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ghost Fable. Okay, let's not. I mean, it's a really good game. It's a mm-hmm. really good game, but uh... yeah. So that's my number three. Yeah, nice. Metal Gear Gander, I guess. I figured like Ray or the Shagohod, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Should have known if you would. So my number three is the Gustav from <laughs> from Marvel's <laughs> Capcom Two and Three. There you go. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, man, there's just something about. So basically, the Gustav is like the variant system from Armored Wars, but all those weapons are already inside the mech. So she's got flamethrowers and drills and chainsaws and a cannon. And like you said, the servot launcher. I don't know. There's something cool about this Swiss Army knife of a mech. Yeah. It's it's almost like Inspector Gadget. Like, yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, what is your number two? Number two, uh, I'm surprised this hasn't came up yet, but the Magitech armor from Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. I got a uh, feeling it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it, it's absolutely iconic. Like, absolutely iconic. The you know that opening scene is like burned into my memory banks. You know of the the armor overlooking the town of was it Narsh Narsh It's Narsh um, Narsh. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like it 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 looked so cool. For the time, like I saw that when I was, you know, a little kid and it's like, oh, this is so interesting. And then like, you know, it it plays a role in the game. It, it's 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 great. It, it's awesome. And there's so much good fan art of scenes from that game and that 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 mech. Yeah, 100 percent. Number two. I was really Magic excited that. to get one of those in the uh, what is that world of Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, um, game? yeah. Oh, I it's, need to play that one day. So uh, I recommend it to a point. <laughs> it's a lot a of grinding dr- for the final bosses. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tony. And no, it's okay. It's a drivable mount in Final Fantasy 14. And it's like the scale is like totally appropriate. It's like really huge. I mean, like, um, like kind of like uh, impending looking, you know, uh, it's it's pretty awesome walking around this like open world game with a bunch of other people running around and then you're like, okay, I'm going to bring up my mech suit <laughs> walk around. It's great. Oh, that's cool. So it's pretty cool. Mike, what is your number two? <laughs> my number two is magic armor. Also, <laughs> I had yes! a feeling that was coming. <laughs> that was funny. We wanted to say number two. It's yeah, one yeah. that's always stuck with me. I mean, like he said, with the whole Narsh scene, I mean, you don't get it for that long in the game in, in six. You only have it for a little bit. I mean, you do have the scene when Saban jumps into mm-hmm. it and can't pilot it and you run through a magic, a camp of Imperials and just kill them all. Uh-huh, but it's a great. It, it's something that's always stuck with me. I mean, it's not very useful. My characters are way better than that armor, but still, it, it's mm-hmm. so cool. It's that. cool. And it's powered by killing people. So, hey, yeah. <laughs> there is that, too. You got to kill them and drain their essence and use their essence to power your mech. There I mean, you, you don't do it, but that's what the Empire did. Uh-huh. <laughs> my number two plays to win this is diva's mecca from overwatch oh nice the mobile exo force of the south korean army this is piloted by the great hannah song and it's got fusion cannons and her defense matrix which is this this targeting array where she actually shoots projectiles out of the air as they're coming at her it fires the micro missile volley and 
much like my number 10. It will destruct, self-destruct after taking so much damage or when Diva uses her ultimate and then she uses her special to summon a new one. So I like to have the <laughs> bookends on my list. Hell yeah. But Diva's awesome. She's I wouldn't say she's my main because I don't really have a main because I don't play Overwatch online or anything, but I do love playing as her. She's fun. That's a great pick. Uh, Tony, do you have any honorable mentions? Not really. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. This this list was hard enough to pull together <laughs> on its own. <laughs> yeah, so I just had the the number one left. What do you got, Mike? <laughs> the only reason I have honorable mentions is because I could I didn't want to do all one game. <laughs> Would so, that be Xeno Saga? I uh, never played Xeno Saga that far, actually. Oh, Xeno Xeno Gear or something. I have Xeno Saga. I bought it the day it came out and didn't get very far. I regret that. But our my honorable mentions first are Remizuko which is Billy's gear in Xenogears, which has guns and you have to buy ammo for it. It looks super cool. It's a, it's a blue gear, but I just, it's never been one of my favorites. Uh, also Virage, which is Ellie's gear, one of the best characters ever in games, even though she has a very, I love Xenogears. So I'm just going to put that out there again. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite, one of my favorite games ever. So, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't make the list just because it's not a mech that I really like. I don't even I only she only is in part of the game because you lose her multiple times that she gets kidnapped. She tries to sacrifice herself to save you. She gets possessed by a girl with purple hair like it, it goes on and on. So she it couldn't go on there. One wow. that you don't get to control as but I always like is Wyvern, which is one of the villains Ramses gear. It's a gold gear with wings and a sword and gets his freaking wings ripped off and he still tries to fight and he gets his arms ripped off. And oh, it's a cool <laughs> mech. Wow. It, it, he gets his. Well, yeah, I can go in and on, but he hates you because you have a mech that looks kind of like the mech that kicked his ass so many years ago, and he can't understand why, and you fight the same. He can't understand why either because you look different. And <laughs> and also, in the last one, I mentioned Brigadier from PS1, which is Bart Skier. He's the third character that joins you. Maybe it's the second mech that you actually get. It's a red mech with whips. I've always yep. liked it. That hmm. one's cool. His evolution of it is better, the Andari, I think is what it is. Yeah, and Andavari or something, which is called when you get the, um, that's better, but it's more like a vampire. I always look very vampire-ish to me. Yeah, yeah. the red color old will do that. Yeah, that's all my honorable mentions. Yeah, that would have been most of my list if I wouldn't have stopped myself. <laughs> too. Uh, a few here. I got the Trotmobiles from Steambot Chronicles, which I know they're customizable, but I couldn't remember anything, and I really just wanted to mention Steambot Chronicles because no one ever talks about it. <laughs> Uh, a, a laid back RPG, as they say on the title screen for PS2, which we will probably be playing someday, which I think you're going to hate. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big daddies from Bioshock, I, I think, are, are kind of power suity. They're okay. basically humans with this armor grafted over top of them that enhances their strength and the bouncers get the sweet drills and all that. Uh, the interceptor javelin from Anthem is the fast rogue type. So you got your mage with the storm and the defender and whatnot. So interceptors, the the nice nimble one that you just go in and slash up a bunch of enemies. And lastly, the what's that? I said R.I.P. Anthem. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm one of the the weird defenders of that game. So and the last one I have is the model LX for Mega Man ZX, which is one of the bio metals. And this one lets you have free swimming in water, which is a godsend in a Mega Man game and you don't slip on ice. So that's oh, fine. Wow. And then last but not least is my wife pick for <laughs> that. I always <laughs> seem to have on these lists. She wanted to me to mention the kingdom hearts, three mechs that you use in the toy story level toy box, because she said they just do devastating damage and they're really fun to use. So now 
We will go on to Tony's number one. Okay. My number one here is the MS-07B-3 Goof Custom. This is a uh, Gundam. <laughs> a Gundam. Well, it is not a Gundam because it's it's a an enemy mobile suit. But this thing is super cool. I have always loved the design so much. Like uh, One of my favorite animes of all time is... Um, Gundam 8th MS team. Uh, it's it's a, it's a lot more like grounded story about kind of war. Um, so you don't see a lot of like crazy space battles or like giant beam weapons and stuff. A lot of it's more, you know, smaller rifles, like hand to hand combat and stuff. It's really it's a different kind of like Gundam story that I really liked. And one of the most epic scenes in that series is where the goof fights the easy eight, which is like the main characters, like kind of Gundam. But it's it's a really, really epic scene that's like they're fighting in an urban cityscape and you're kind of dashing around these buildings and like using smoke to your advantage to kill your enemies, I guess. It's. A lot of Gundams have these crazy like beam swords and like crazy beam rifles and stuff like that. But this suit is like its main weapon is like a giant like heat sword and a whip. And then it has like some of them, some of the models have like hand cannons or something like that. But they're they're often not used. Where the video game part comes in is Mobile Suit Gundam Journey to Jaburo. I played the shit out of that game for the PS2. It's not a very good game. It is not a very good <laughs> game. But I played a ton of that game, and you could play with this goof custom from 8th MS team in that game. And I just remember trying to like recreate the battle scenes from, from that anime in, in that game because it, it also takes place in parts and some levels in like urban environments. So you can kind of dash around the buildings and, and stuff. It's, it's super cool. I don't know. There's so many Gundam designs that are like these over the top, crazy. Some have like wings and horns and all sorts of crazy colors and stuff. And this, this one is like such a more subtle, subtly cool design that I just really, really like. So yeah, that's, that's my number one is the goof custom. I had no idea there were so many Gundam games. There are five just on PS2 that I can see. Like, well, there's a lot just, of them. Just in a general <laughs> search. Like, holy crap. Yeah, there's so many, so many games that these mechs show up in. But yeah, the one that I played a time was, like I said, Journey to Jaburo, and it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> De- December 2000 looks like, so that is an early PS2 title. Yeah, but like... The thing that I really loved about that game is that like it it puts you right into a bunch of different Gundams. So like it has from many, many different series, different suits. And it's not like it's not like any of the other Gundam games where like you're trying to like fly around and stuff. But like I said, it's very, it's a lot more grounded. Like you're you're running around levels a lot of times. Some of them can fly and you have like limited flying capabilities, but I don't know. That game always stuck out to me. Mike, do you have a lot of experience with Gundam stuff? Uh, I play Dynasty Warriors Gundam, but that's yeah, all. I've I've got one of those. I don't even think I played much of it, but uh, it's something that I'd be I've... interested in checking out. I think. Oh yeah, my, I actually have majority of the PS2 games available to play because I've been curious, and now you have my attention to maybe try this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm okay with it. I play, I play games that aren't good all the time, so it wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That like I wanted to get some some sort of Gundam thing on this list, and so this is that like one of my favorites. Like the other thing I I really like are like the Zaku's, which are like really the basic enemy type 
in so many Gundam games. Are those the green uh, ones? Yeah, the green oh, they look cool. They look super cool, and the and the the goof is like an offshoot of that. It's blue, but it, it has like different horns and stuff on it. But like it's they're such a unique design. You don't see that in a lot of mech stuff. So I I don't know. Like the I played a lot of Mobile Suit. I think it was like Mobile Suit Gundam Mecha Assault or Battle Assault. It's like a 2D fighter. And man, Zaku in that game is so sick. Is that the SNES one? No, the one I played was on PS1. Okay. But yeah, that that game's awesome too. But my number one is still the Goof. (laughs) The Goof. It's such an an unfortunate name. I know. It does not sound cool. But man, it's awesome. It's got this whip. That can like whip out and like grab like uh, Mike, you were talking about this earlier. Like uh, I think it was Zoner the Enders where like that idea of like pulling a mech apart and like pulling the pilot out of it. Yeah. There's like there's a really the the scene from Eighth MS Team that like is like burned in my into my brain is the goof slamming down on top of a gun tank and like soared through the. Uh, through the cockpit and then like blood comes like like showering up like the guy like he targets the cockpit and just like kills this dude like and then disappears basically it's it's a i just sent you guys the the youtube clip of the fight you should watch it it's (laughs) freaking awesome you'll see you'll see why i have a fascination with that mech suit after watching that it's definitely something i want to check out some like i said putting together this list there's so many things i just have no experience with when it comes to mechs so yeah yeah Mike, what is your number one? <laughs> Can you guess what game it is? is My it number one is Xenogears. It is. Well tall <laughs> slash well tall two slash Xenogears. If you're confused, as you, I know you are. Huh? Well tall becomes well tall two near the end of the game when they fig- they find a way to enhance it. Also should be slash id's gear too in this or id's well tall because it's three. It's four gears in one essentially. And the game progressive things happen, and you find and you find out that it has it has different functions that they don't realize. And then when they finally get the relic in the very end of the game, these relic are like these gold things that are hidden in the hidden in the world. It in, turns the gear into Xenogears, which is a giant white gear with a bunch of spikes sticking out. And I've always thought it was cool, and it's so powerful. And you don't get it to the very very like, end of the game, and it's always stuck with me. It's also in World of Final Fantasy. Also, it's one of the playable creatures you can catch. Oh, cool. It makes me want to play that game also even more now. Talk about making Welltall better, and I just keep, I like to think that they just keep making them taller. So oh, it's well, such a well cool ass mech. Welltall, though, like just the design of Welltall itself. Look it up. It's just a black mech. He uses uh, front it, is, but then when it, it, it goes in the cool. Welltall 2 and they get like wings on it. Oh, so cool. I, that's what I love about so much of the Xenogear stuff. Like the physicality of the suits. It's not always about guns and stuff. Like, like some of them just like fight hand to hand, which is yeah. awesome. Which doesn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, it's more like rock'em sock'em robots. And, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Some of the mechs just have like powerful drills and stuff, and you're just hitting their karate shop, and I'm like, okay, this will stop them. <laughs> drills are always such cool weapons, though. Yeah. It'd be but terrible it's mech. Like someone something... trying to drill into your mech, like... Uh, yeah, that's that's awful. Something about you describing that triggered a memory. There's a visual novel on Steam called Ace Academy, where you're basically a mech pilot. <laughs> it's weird anyway that's neither here nor there my number one is the infiltrator spider bot from watchdogs legion because it is basically the natural progression of the little rc car that you had in two and this thing is essential for stealth because you just sit outside and control this spider bot as it goes through the facilities of whatever you're trying to infiltrate and 
It's taking down all the enemies. You can cloak and turn invisible so they can't see you and can access terminals and double jump and sprint. And it's so much fun to just go in and never fire a bullet and you just take down this entire building worth of goons with your little spider. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so My, much fun. I've only I've only seen other people play that game, but I, I, the spider bot is cool. I, I saw a lot of uh, my buddy play with that thing. It's super cool. I got bogged down when I was playing that game because I just wanted to go around and gr- recruit people, and it's, I wasn't progressing at all. So I'm like, okay, I, I need to stop playing this, apparently. <laughs> but it is quite fun. I did look up your Ace Academy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's an interesting game. I like it. Voice acting is really good. So, <laughs> uh, do we want to fire through our list real quick? Yeah. Sure, we can do that. Go ahead, Tony. Go from 10 to 1. Sure. My number 10 was Baby Commando. Then the mechs from Star Renegades. Temgen was my number 8. Krang comes in next. Then Bowser Jr. Gomon Impact. Tron Bone and her various mechs. Which, what was that? Gustav? Gustav. Uh, Gustav was uh, technically what that one was. Then rounding out my top three, Metal Gear Rex, Magitech Armor, and the MS-07B-3 Goof <laughs> Custom was number one. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. All right, my number 10, Megazord from the Power Rangers of the Movie Genesis. Number nine, SVA-6L Reptiles from Armored Warriors. Eight, Berkey Dio from Live a Live, SNES. Jehudi from Zone of the Enders. Uh, Titan BT7274, Titanfall 2, Heimdall slash Fenner, Xenogears, Veritech, Robotech Battlecry, Metal Gear Gander, Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble, Magic Armor, FF6, Weltall slash Weltall 2 slash Xenogears. Xenogears. <laughs> I love the fact that it has so many different names. Yeah, that's wild. My number oh, two, that game. 10 is Muse Mech from Panzer Band. At number 9 is the Light Suit from Metro Prime 2 Echoes. Number 8 is the Spiderbot slash Tankbot Glove from Ratchet & Clank Going Commando. Number 7 is a Raging Raven from Metal Gear Solid 4. Number 6 is the Omega Armor X07. Man, there's just no way to do this list without having these long serial <laughs> number names. Number 6 is the Omega Armor XOS7 from Shadow Complex. Number 5 is the Rust Jet and Power Adapters from Mega Man 6. Number 4 is the AEX-12J40 from Armored Warriors. <laughs> number 3 is the Gustav from Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear. Marvel vs. Capcom. Number two is Diva's Mecha from Overwatch. And number one is the Infiltrator Spider-Bot from Watch Dogs Legion. Holy crap, that was a mouthful. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to the top ten mechs. A lot of those serial numbers. Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> man, what else is there to say? <laughs> like, mechs are awesome. Yeah. Mechs are awesome. That's, they're great. I need to play more mech games. I want to play... Steel Lancer Arena International for PS2 and Custom Robo and all those. You know, there's no Neon Genesis game, is there ever? There there are some. They're not great. And a lot of times you're not like piloting the mechs the way you want to, or at least the way that I would want to. Okay. But yeah, like I thought about putting something. Actually, that would have been one of my um, honorary mentions was uh, Ava 1. Yeah, I just I've never I didn't I just googled one after it looks like there were some they just didn't come here I don't think yeah yeah and like they've shown up in like uh, mobile games and stuff they'll mm-hmm. do like cross promotions where like you know one of your gotcha uh, things mm-hmm. is a evil one or it's great I tried to go back and watch that show recently and oh that show is tough <laughs> it's it's <laughs> good watch, but man. it's a just, hard watch it's just painful like what's happening to them sometimes like and how fucked up they get and I got near the end when everything goes to complete 
weird shit and they find the last angel and I was just I, I haven't finished the last two episodes. I just stopped caring. It gets really it gets really weird. It gets really weird and uh, I couldn't like, do it. Needlessly philosophical. It's like <laughs> I I don't know. But but like the animation is like striking in that show and the um some of the episodes are really fun, like which is the one where they where they have to do like the the tandem dance to like beat that one angel. That's I, fantastic. That's a great episode. Yeah, that was good. There's some good ones. It just it, it gets to a point where the show should have ended and goes like three more episodes than it needs to. Yeah, there's PS3, PS2 games here. I guess they just never really came here. Huh. They just made a, a good one. You know? Game Boy Color, Avagon, Ava, Evangelion Majong, too, by the way, I found out. Ooh. <laughs> the way it's meant to be played. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another series I have no experience with. That's okay. You want to you keep it that way. <laughs> there are things you don't need to see in that anime that you're good. Yeah, well. Yeah. Watch more Gundam if you want to get into like Becca <laughs> stuff. I'm telling you, 8th MS team is awesome and it's short it's only like one season it's great it's so good sounds like something i can handle but those are our picks so uh leave us a comment on facebook or twitter let us know some of your favorite mix of power armor or youtube that's probably the easiest way to do it because if you're listening to this on youtube then you can just pop into the comments actually a lot of people there's more people listening to this youtube than i really thought there would be that's awesome I don't know why, because we're not a video podcast, and some people click on us just thinking it's a movie, and it's not a movie, and they, and they call us motherfuckers, but some people <laughs> actually do enjoy listening to it. <laughs> I hope people enjoy listening to us. Other, I mean, this, this is more or less for us first, and then it's just cool that people actually like it. I know. I, I feel the same way about my show, too. Like it's, I would be doing this if nobody was listening, but it's cool that some people do, you know? <laughs> Mike, hit us with some plugs. <laughs> uh, Tony, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me at Hey, I Like That Game. Just search that anywhere on the internet. Uh, we got the podcast. We stream on Twitch. Uh, we host tournaments every Tuesday. So if you play Super Smash Brothers, give us a follow uh, on Twitter at Like That Game. Uh, we host, yeah, we do tournaments every Tuesday. Try Hard Tuesdays for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. But yeah, new podcast episode on Ham Taro Ham Ham Games. Oh boy. <laughs> coming coming out this weekend. Just uh that's uh hey I like that game where you can find that. Okay. Nice. Did, have you guys played that game? No. I don't see awful. it being on our show either. It's oh it's bad. <laughs> but it was it was very cute. Is it the Wii game? No, it was GBA. Sounds like GBA. Okay, yeah. I have a Ham Taro game for Wii I bought for my son. Or no, yeah. that was Zuzu Pets. Never mind. That was Zuzu. It was very cute. Made by the same developers that did the uh, Mario and Luigi games. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. RIP to them, too. They, they shut down two years ago, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure you're right. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can go find all our regular episodes. We've only done two other top tens that are kind of like this. So you can definitely go check those out. Check out all their other episodes that we've done. We even mentioned some random episodes that I did not write down why it was happening. So I can't tell you what they were. <laughs> but go check out. Just go look at our freaking old catalog. There's everything. <laughs> If you can't find it on one of the Stitcher or iTunes, just look on Podbean. Everything that we do is on Podbean. That holds everything. So if you need to download an episode, if you want to listen to an old one, that's the best way to do it. Or just use the Podbean app. It, it holds everything. Where I know Stitcher and iTunes only hold so many for they. And some are missing for some random reason. Like KOTOR episode 69 part one is missing for some reason on iTunes. <laughs> I only know that because somebody on YouTube is like, where, why is this episode on there? I'm like, it should be. I mean, I'm like, I don't know why, but here's the link to Podbean. Go listen to it there. So... Mm-hmm. Definitely go check that out. And if you want to help us out, we have a Patreon finally. At no, at, I don't have anything planned yet for it, but if you want to throw us a dollar, feel free. You can be the first one. 
<laughs> there you go. There'll be a link in the show notes for our Patreon. And if you would, and and if you, our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Tony from ZP Bite the Bullet, song to cool kid squad, definitely go check him out. You see a link to his YouTube channel in the show notes. Definitely check it out. You see a link to Tony Show. Hey, I like that game. Also in the show notes. Check that out too. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Did we want to announce the next top ten? Ooh. Since we actually have people are still here. If we we got planned out in ahead of time now. <laughs> Number four is the top ten superhero games. Oh, that should be gonna, fun. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, I got one for that list for sure. Can I say it? <laughs> Go for it. We did an episode on this, but uh, the Incredible Hulk was an ultimate destruction. Mm-hmm. That yep. game fucking slaps. That game <laughs> is pretty great. Man, people love that game. Yeah, there's definitely flaws, but it's it's still pretty fun. <laughs> I forgot what we're doing next. Yep. <laughs> it's a good thing I made notes. <laughs> Yes, it is. All right, Mike, send us home. All right, we will see you guys all next time if you're still there. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Later.